0: First Sunday in the New Year, 2022. God is merciful and God is so good, and here we are, alive, alive, and in church. And just a few hours ago, we we were in church until what? 2 a.m. Friday night. 4 a.m., some of the sisters couldn't leave. That's wonderful, though. That's where they spent their their New Year's praising and celebrating and, and having a good meal, as you heard, from Tati and Laka. It was good. The, that was one of the best I've had. And I liked it, and I even... Asked for seconds yesterday, so I must have liked it, but um, we thank God for you all. And as Sister Rosie already welcomed you and tell you that the church um, appreciates you. 2021, God brought us through, here we are, our light bills are paid. We have the building, it's ours, we're still here, the yard looked nice. We're not behind on our mortgage. We still help people all over Christmas. We fed people. Different parts of the uh, the world we help. As Sister Rhodes has said. And here God has given us help. And God has given us strength. And God has um, been so good to us. Uh, with the word we focus only on the word. We're not building any. Tradition, nothing for men, nothing to please a man, but to please the Lord. My focus, our focus is to please Jesus, nobody else. We don't please people. We don't preach because you like it or you don't like it. We just preach from the Bible. That's all we do, okay, because heaven and earth will pass away, okay? But my word will never pass away when you... When you stand upon the word of God. You are sure. It's a sure foundation. and You put your faith in almighty God. Don't put your faith in men. Or anybody. See you love Jesus. You know that was such a beautiful song. That sister Joyce said. Did you feel feelings and love. And the life. About Jesus. Singing about Jesus. How wonderful he is. He's so wonderful. You cannot describe it and uh, we were talking about um, uh, Friday night and the questions were asked again Tatiana she asked a beautiful question that that took us uh, pretty well through the old Bible um, study Friday night we were there from um, I mean maybe three four hours study question and answers so it was it was very profitable and we covered, we touched, uh, I think from chapter 1 down to chapter 9 or, or a little bit in 19. But it was awesome and I really enjoyed it. I, I like question and answer sessions because it makes you think and challenges you. And we need a, you know, we, we're living in a time when like uh, the scriptures that these sisters use, you know, it's not it's not about money or things. With food and raiment, be content. So you spend your focus on God. Don't try to get the world. Okay? Uh, they quote a scripture from Proverbs, give me neither riches nor poverty. Just enough to make me contented that I will... Because you get, um, if, you, if you're poor, you will steal. Okay? Which is a wrong, which is a sin, you'll go to jail. And if you're rich, you won't come to church. Sunday morning you're gonna uh, out on the high sea, you have a boat. Or you buy, <coughs> go to the, um, the lake or somewhere or driving around the mountain. And there's nothing wrong with those things. God made them for us to enjoy. But it's when they when they become an idol and become God, and you look at your house or your car, and you can't serve God because of that um, that um, pile of mud house, because that's what it is—put bricks and stones, and there's no life in it. And but um, you know you you serve God, and you put your trust in the Lord, and you you focus on. I was glad when they say unto me, "Let us go." into the house of God. That's the last thing. And I told you, said, Christmas comes and Christmas goes. It's gone, right? New year, right? So what did you take over? Huh? The best thing I took over was Friday night. When we were studying the word of God, I heard all those firecrackers going off. That that Those are vanities. Those things doesn't bother me. And, um, Where's the Christmas tree? Big old... Well, you know what? We'll do it again next year. Big old tree, cut down and put it. So the devil's got the human family wrapped up. And we do the same old thing without any joy result. Uh, Stuff from Santa Claus and, you know, oversized uh, bearded man. (laughs) He's going to bring joy. No, we look to the cross. See, so... We look to the cross of Jesus Christ, so you don't uh, have to be taken up in the world. And when the word of God, uh, God gave us His word, and God blesses us, and uh, we don't, um, we don't, uh, uh, keep, we get carried away with the things of the world. So Friday night we studied a lot. Uh, we we went into a lot of stuff Friday night, and I I was so pleased, and I I I thank God for. Um, you know, Sister Rosie, my wife, for her zeal and not feeling well, but she's still uh, pressed forward in, in um, helping tremendously this church. We thank God for all of you and uh, his mercies upon our lives. Amen. So we want to ask God to bless us. Father, we just ask you this 2000, I mean, 2022, as we go forward into God, into Your Word, that You will help us and give us directions. Thank You for guiding us in 2021. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. We ask You to bless us and be with us in Jesus' name, as we study Your Word. Amen. The book of um, the book of Revelation is such a wonderful book, and it's as um, uh, some people. Some people love it, cannot stay out of it, while some people, uh, you cannot even get them to talk about it because they, they are afraid and they, they um, don't understand. They think it's just a book of mysteries and uh, doesn't apply for today. <coughs> but um, it's one of the greatest books that come with promises the Bible said let him that read it right um, uh, in was it chapter one about him that read it there's a there's a special um, blessing for uh, for the one that um, that read it okay and um, it is uh verse uh, verse 3 says blessed is he that read it so you have to read it and it's always best to read it aloud uh, to yourself. See, blessed is he that read it and uh, they, notice, him that read it and they that hear the words of this prophecy. What? A, uh, you read it, you study it, but you also come to church or on your ministry and uh, you hear the, uh, the word of this prophecy. This is this is instructing you uh, the, that God wants you to know this. You have to know this book. Okay, that's it. That's the Lord telling us here that that through the Apostle John that uh, there's a special blessing to those that read and hear the words. Notice the words of this prophecy. So it's most of this uh uh, most of this book here or all of it, uh, it's prophecy. Uh, there's no way you would, it goes into the past, the present, the future. There, there's no way you would understand and know what's going to happen. If if the Bible, if we had, if we had just stopped at Jude, and that was the end and there was no revelation, um, what would you understand about the new heavens and the new earth? You see, and so many things that you would not be able to understand. So God in his wisdom. And his divine plan. And notice that. God is not consulting with man. Or the government. Of man to find out. What to do tomorrow. Or what to do a million years from now. God uh, uh, lays out. The order. His plan. Known, the scripture says known unto God. or all his works. Imagine God knows it all his works, uh, he said to Jeremiah, before I formed you, I knew you. He said, I know everything about you. See, and I, I'm the one that formed you in your mother's womb and I carry you from the, the womb to the grave. It's God carrying you from the womb to, that's why you're here. God, God is carrying you. You might have got in a car, but it's God carrying you. And he's carrying you uh, throughout eternity. A million years from now, God will still be carrying you. The only thing that's going to change about you, you'll have a new body and you'll have better understanding. Yeah. Amen? You'll understand because that's the purpose of life that you might know the Lord. Uh, uh, Sister Joy was singing, this wonderful Lord so that you might know Him. Oh, that I might know Him. The scripture was saying, uh, the song that I, the, the psalmist said that I might know him. How, how do you know him? By staying in the word. Studying constantly. Staying in the word. If you put the Bible away. You'll never know him. The only way you can know him. Is through the Bible. Not by just talking to somebody here. Or, or, or running here. See. But it's by you focusing. It says that he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. See you, you you send your roots down in God. So this this verse here this verse here uh, in, uh, it says verse 3 it says blessed, let's read again. Blessed is he that read it. So what do you have to do to read it? And here listen the word of this notice it's, it's it could not be any more um Give me a word um, when it's direct. Okay, it, it's um, it's telling you. Okay, it's not uh, giving you a choice of something else. This is it. You hear the word of this prophecy. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to say, "Well, I don't know or I, I I'm not sure." This prophecy. Blessed to hear the word of this prophecy. I and, and keep those things. Notice. Which are written therein. Why, why, why? For the time is at hand. The fulfillment, the closure, the, uh, the coming of the second, the second coming of Jesus Christ is at hand. For the time, the time is at hand. What time? For God to take over the government to send his son Jesus Christ back is at hand. Okay? Now remember that uh, a thousand years is like a, an, an afternoon with God. See, like you go out one afternoon and you walk down the street and come back and that was an afternoon. That's a thousand years is just like that. There's no, there's no time that you can put on God. You see, for, uh, uh, for, since Christ came and died, how, how long was that? About 2,000 years. But for God... It's just two days. You get it? A thousand years is as a day. And a day is a thousand years. So you cannot put time on God. And say Lord you're so long. And you say you're coming back soon. <laughs> two days is not a long time. See how God works. And God, um, uh, uh, God's program. And now God, God is introducing you. Here when you open this book. He's introducing you. Uh, to something that man uh, doesn't know about, sees the plan of God. He says that now you're reading it. Now, remember now, you've got to get all of your human thoughts out, your, 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 your own understanding, and begin to think like God thinks. God, God says, I'm going to show you, okay, things to come. Okay, things that must be, that, that, that will shortly come to pass. See, uh, and you have to, here's a condition, you have to read it. Okay, if you don't read it, you just keep that Bible home on your bookshelf. What are you getting out of it? See, or you read a little magazine or you read some co- uh, comments by some people. You, you check your, uh, your phone for little, you know, comments and little messages alone. No, it takes a lot more That It says you have to read it. And they that hear okay, and it's gonna create faith. They, they that hear the words of um, this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein. And I like this for the time, and this says a lot, for the time is at hand. See it's 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 close. All of the fulfillment of these things, and and then you're living in twenty twenty two you've crossed over. How, how close are we to the second coming of Jesus Christ? You see, people get excited about gifts and and um, all of that, uh, the things of the world. As we heard, uh, but with um, food and raiment, you should be contented. But what are you going to um, what are you going to receive from God in 2022? See, when you hear all these and see what's going, what are you asking for? What do you want to get a breakthrough for more money, a better job? Is that your focus? Uh, that you will get, um, get a better house and, and all those things are okay in their place. But do you have contentment? Are you seeking the Lord? And the Bible tells us that, that uh, we should seek the Lord while he may be found. So right here you're seeing that the Lord is saying, if you read and you listen to the word of God, you will find me. You will understand. Right? Isn't what he's saying? It's preparing your mind. Uh, to take you into the future. So it says. What, what are the conditions? What, what do you have to do? Read. Okay. Read. Are you reading? Where, uh, if you're reading. What are you reading? So you've got to be reading the word of God. Blessed is he that um, read it. And they that hear. The words. I like this. Of this prophecy so now you're getting your mind girded up you're getting excited okay you um, you're gonna uh, get ready to go through the Bible because there's so much things that is promised there for you and those that uh, uh, and, and keep those things notice you have to you have to keep it. it's not just reading it but you have to obey it you have to obey the Bible you have to obey the word of God and keep those things which are written um, therein. Okay, so how are you gonna keep it unless you you find you find it uh you find out what it's saying? See, for the time, the urgency. You gotta uh, put you can't just be negligent for the time of the fulfillment of these uh of these scriptures is at hand or these prophecies is at hand. Then notice who is writing it to verse 4, John to the seven churches. Okay, because now Uh, We were uh, you're coming out of that Jewish um, dispensation of the law and sacrifices of uh, animals. But now you're going into a new operation of God in Matthew 16 when the Lord says upon this rock. They didn't understand it because the Old Testament doesn't say very much about the church. You see, the Old Testament doesn't know much about the church or even the Gentiles. Uh, under the law, the Gentiles coming into the covenant of grace. See, it was many of these things were in mystery form and we didn't uh, uh, they, they did not understand. See, so Paul was used mightily of God to begin to reveal that, uh, that the Gentiles was given grace. Grace was handed out to the Gentiles. Okay, and all these men, John, the apostles, Peter, John, James, the leading apostles that was able to um, to carry on the work of God. When Jesus left, He gave the keys of the kingdom to men. All right, to apostles. He still has given the keys. Okay, they are keys to the Bible. You can read it all you want to, or you can listen. People, uh, someone explaining it. But unless they understand of the keys to the Word of God, you'll sit there and you'll never you never know anything more. Because uh, because uh, you must. Listen to uh, someone that can unlock the things of God in your mind. Okay. Unlocking your mind. Reading. Right. Hearing. Understanding. Blessed are your eyes. For they see. See what? What are you seeing? I can see that light up there. But that's no blessing. I can see the benches over there. But when I see the word of God. Oh. I see that. Okay, it goes more than just a verse but I see what God is saying because beyond that verse there's something that, that's hidden that God is saying to me so the scripture says now you're blessed if you read it and you're blessed if you hear it, if you understand it and if you keep it so right then it gives me the two, the keys it opened up the door for me it's guiding me and says You've got to read it. You've got to hear it. And you've got to understand it. And you've got to keep it. Obey it. In other words, keeping it means that you don't let it slip from you. Keeping it means you don't lose it. You don't get your mind off of it. You're focused on the word of God. In other words, you get to a place now where you're keeping it. If you're keeping something, that means it becomes a part of you. You're not just hearing now, but now it has become a part of you. This is what you live. This is who you are. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're blessed. Hallelujah. Okay, isn't that what he said? Blessed. Hmm? <clears throat> blessed is he that readeth. So there's a special blessing. How much I cannot tell you because it you'll be blessed enough to put you in the first resurrection, the bride, the kingdom of God, to make you sit on the throne, to make you a king. Priest, if you, as we go on a little further, you'll find out what what results from it by keeping the word of God. Amen. Verse, um, what? Where? Verse uh, four, and it's written to the seven churches which are in Asia. Grace be unto you and peace uh, from God from uh, from Him which is. Notice, notice who's who's going to give you blessing? Who's going to give you grace? What does He give you? What's this what's the special blessing when you read and keep the Word of God? Grace uh, Peace from Him which is and which was and which is to come. That means he's uh he's uh he's from everlasting, the one who cannot uh the, the one who cannot pass is away. Behold I live forevermore. I am he that was dead, but I'm alive forevermore. And from the seven spirits that's awesome. And from the seven spirits which are before the throne. And as you go forward in Revelations four and five, you'll see that there were seven uh seven spirits or seven lamps of fire or burning, which are the seven spirits. If you hold right there and find it for me in um the seven um There are seven uh, spirits. Revelations chapter three, verse one. But it's also in chapter four or five, I think, also the lamps burning. And unto the angels of the church in Sardis, this is uh, chapter three of Revelation, verse one. These things said he that had the, noted, he that had what? The seven spirits of God. Who has the seven spirits of God? That's Jesus Christ. See, the, the, the Isaiah 11 tells us that the, the these um, spirit, wisdom and knowledge and all of that was on Christ. Jesus Christ as the seven uh, spirits. Uh, the, the, the Bible tells you in Zechariah that there would be um, seven eyes upon one stone. See, that's uh, Jesus Christ. But let me finish reading here. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis, write. Chapter three, Revelation, verse one. These things said he that had the seven spirits of God and the seven uh, the seven stars. Right, seven spirits of God and the seven stars. And if you read through Revelation, there's a lot of seven, 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 complete number. You know, there's a lot of of seven, seven. Said, I know thy works, that thou hast a name. Notice that uh, thou livest and are dead. Okay, now, now, now. This going to the state of the church and the condition which I, I have not reached there yet. But I'm dealing with the seven spirits. But in chapter what four, four verse, and look at verse five. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings. And voices. And there were what? Seven lamps. Of fire burning. Before the throne. And these are not just elders. Or or, or, or so. are uh, even angels. But this is the seven. Uh, spirits of God. Remember the, the lamb that stood up. And had seven spirits. See that's Christ right here. The lamp burning. Uh, okay. And even the church. Uh, the church was now lighted. Because when the church is caught away to heaven. It's not going to be a dead church. But it's going to be a glorious church. It's going to be an overcoming church. See that? that's why. We need, we need a wisdom of God. See God is preparing. To take the church out. So he said you have to read. Okay. You have to read. And you have to hear. The word of this prophecy. That, that's, a, that's Jesus saying these through John to us. And um, uh, uh, there's, um, there's uh, seven letters that Jesus personally wrote to the church. Seven letters. And you'll find the seven churches. That was Jesus Christ. That's not even Paul or Peter that wrote that. That wasn't John writing it. It was Jesus Christ that was writing it. See, so we need to pay attention to these. Uh, Jesus is very interested in his church. And uh, for 2,000 years, he has been uh, calling out of the Gentiles. We had that when Wednesday night. Calling out of the Gentiles, a people for his name. And after this, he will return and rebuild the tabernacle of David that's, uh, that's falling down. Right now, we are almost at the close of this age. And uh, the Lord is going back. See, what's going on in the church? What's going on? God, God is getting ready to to uh, to return to um, Israel uh, to rebuild again the tabernacle of David that is torn down, that um, that um, that the residue of men might seek unto it. So I, I need to get back to chapter one, right, verse five, from Jesus who is the faithful. Um, Witness, notice notice here, Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth. Unto him that loved us, this powerful, powerful, unto him that loved us. From when did he love you? How long ago? He told Jeremiah, he said, I love you with an everlasting love. When did the Lord love you? Before I formed you. God didn't just love you, uh, uh, when you accept Christ. When we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. See, God didn't love you because you're righteous. Are you, you uh, are you so good? God didn't love us because we're good. Okay? God loves us because of His mercy. See, God loves us because of who He is, His righteousness. He didn't, He didn't, um, We are not saved by our righteousness. But it's the righteousness of Jesus Christ. There's nothing that you have that could save you. Nothing at all. There's nothing that you can give God. Okay. That can make God happy. Unless it was given to you by God. See God gave you his son. God gave himself. And by loving Jesus. Amen. By loving Jesus. You want to do something for God? Just love Jesus. Uh, do you uh, do you want to go forward in God? Do you want to be in the kingdom, the first resurrection? The bride has made herself ready, out oh, by putting on the garments, the clothes of Jesus Christ. Oh, that I might be like Him. Oh, that I might know Him. When you know Jesus Christ, you have to know Jesus Christ to be like Christ. See, and what is your what is your goal for 2022? More money? Uh, some uh, good plans drafted up where you can become a millionaire that's okay if you can get money and then also spend for the work of God but it's it's not what the, this is not what the Bible is talking about right here because because God's kingdom is not built upon your dollars or mine see God's king kingdom is built upon grace mercy truth amen upon the word of God God's God uh, it's guided and directed by the seven spirits. Of God. And you get Jesus in your church. You get uh, the Lord in your church. And you'll find the manifestation. Of these spirits. Demonic forces cannot take over. You see but. Uh, it's the, When God gave us. The spirit of liberty. Where the spirit of God is. There is liberty. That's why we felt God this morning. That's why our sister Joy. And those that. Uh, testified and preached. They could, they could feel the love of God. Is the grace of God that bringeth salvation. God's goodness and God's mercy. And God says when you read this book, look, when you read this book, he said you're blessed. If you hear it, amen. Would you like to have a church that's reading this book? Would you like to have a church that's hearing this book? Would you like to have a church that's being blessed? Uh, and have the seven spirits of God. When you go in there, do you know why the seven spirits of God burning? Seven lamps burning. That means you're not in darkness. But you're in the light. You've been brought out of darkness. Into his marvelous light. Amen. So um, verse uh, verse, uh, verse uh, 5 again says. That unto him that loved us. This powerful. Unto him that loved us. And what did he do? Because of his love. Yeah. He loved us. And then he washed it. Because of his love. He washed us. It's because of his love. Okay, if he didn't love you, he wouldn't wash you. He would not die for us. But for God so loved the world. Unto him that loved us. And washed us from our sins. From what? Our sins. Our sins. What is he doing right now? What What is the Lord doing for 2022? What do you want the Lord to do for you? In 2022. Tell me what is better than being washed. In the blood of the Lamb. You tell me what the Lord could give you. Oh nice car that's good uh house that's good more money that's good, but what would it do for you unless you're washed yeah. amen so here's here's what uh the blessing here's a blessing when you read it when you read it, the word of God when you hear the prophecy, but you realize that he loved me hey he loves me, and you realize that he's washing me, you're asking. Uh, him to wash you from what? Daily. Okay? From our sins. Naturally, we go to the shower. Okay? And get all of that worldly stuff off of us. So, the same thing in the spirit. When Jesus washed you. Okay? He washed you. And He washed the disciples. And when you come to Him, He has to wash you uh, before uh, He can fill you with the Holy Spirit. And He washed you and uh, in his own blood here is what the substance the cleansing of uh, blood of Jesus and then the work continue the work continue what does he do what does he do the made he made us he's making us he he he, he built the world it, it took him what 7 days to uh 6 days creation but uh, look how long he's been working on you huh he says that uh, uh, verse, um, verse six, yes, says, and it made us kings. Look what he did. No, what you you read it and you just read it over and you don't realize what he's really saying. Remember, he said that you must read it and you must also understand it, hear it, understand what you're reading. What is he saying here now? He's telling us something that's impossible. Okay, okay, an impossible task because. <laughs> if you read the scripture, under the Old Testament, uh, nobody was, even the king, if he was a king, he could not be a priest. You get it? Yeah. You could not join the two offices together. King, priest. priest, king and priest could not be joined. One, one king, uh, was it Uzziah tried to join it and it became a, le- a leper. See, uh, it, the king, was separate from the priest. But notice on the uh, the church age. Uh, the gospel age. What God is doing. A new thing. See it says. And that made us. He washed us from our sins in his blood. Did he? And then what happened? What happened? And then he had made us. What he did? Did he create and make the heavens and the earth? Did he make you and I the first time from the first Adam? Huh? But when we fell you remember that potter's vessel but he didn't throw away the the, the vessel he broke it and made it another vessel. So this is what the Lord is doing. You and I were sinful out there in the world. You came to Christ and he washed you. Cleanse you because of his love. But now he's making you a new vessel. <laughs> what is he making you? Telling you, and made us kings and priests unto God and his father. Oh my goodness. And the even John, I mean the scripture. The, the Lord Himself couldn't stop, but had a, however, a, a, a praise. He said, To Him be glory. Glory for what? For what He just did. He washed us from our sins, He cleansed us from our sins, and made us. You see, you can wash a vessel and put it down and don't use it anymore, but not so for Jesus. When he wash you. It's because he's going to use you. It's because he's going to change you. It's because he's going to make you into a new creature. He's going to make you into something better. He had made us kings. And priests. Unto God. And his father. To him be glory. Somebody shout. To him be glory. Are you listening now? And dominion for how long? Forever and ever for what he did. Amen. What did he do? 2022. What are you excited about? Huh? What are you telling the people? What am I telling you? Oh, are you gonna get a better job? And what? Well, you were down 21 COVID and all of that stuff. Somebody else can preach that. But I don't have time for that. Because God's busy. Making you. It doesn't matter what happened to you. He's making you into. uh, A king. And a priest. Unto God. And his father. Amen. To him be glory. And dominion. For how long? Forever and ever. And you feel that work going on inside of you. You feel the workman molding you into an increase. And you couldn't help but shouting and says, Amen. 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 And this work is not just for temporary. It's forever and ever. If you, if you know the scripture you find out that there is only three. That could be king priests. Genesis Melchizedek. King of righteousness. King of peace. And Jesus Christ himself. Was given or made. After the order of Melchizedek. King priests. And then the saints. The church. I see only three. And you've got the privilege. And you see what the devil want to take from you. Do you see what the devil want to blind you. And get you all upset. Is, isn't is this better than quarreling. Are you listening. Isn't this better than warring. Huh? Isn't this better getting upset. When you find out that. When someone. When you read that word. And you hear that word. And you understand that word. And you obey that word. He's going to wash you. From your sins. That's what he said. And to him that loved us. And washed us. From our sins. How did he do it? His own blood. He didn't catch some water somewhere and wash you. He used his own blood. So how did he do it? He had to spill his blood on the cross of Calvary. Greater love than this had no man. That a man lay down his life. For his friends. I would say for his enemy. Verse uh, 7. Behold. See that? After that shout amen. Blessing glory. You feel that release? Now what happened? You've got eyes to see. What do you see? What, what what do you see now? What do you see in 2022? What do you see money coming? What do you see more, 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 more? Of the worldly things? Or do you see a coming savior as a king of kings and the Lord of lords? Behold, he cometh with clouds. And every eye shall see him. What are you working for? What make you happy? I stood here, I'm standing here this morning preaching. What am I trying to make the people that hears me or hearing me hope for? What am I promising? Nothing. But what I'm reading from chapter one of Revelation. Behold, if I could show you that you're not going to lose By letting the Lord wash you and cleanse you with his blood. By letting the Lord change you. The blessing is that you're going to see the king in his beauty. And you're going to be a part of it. See my job is to point you to Christ. But first we've got to take you to the washing. Amen. There's got to be a cleansing. And then. You know, everybody, Oh, we're going to see Jesus. We're going to fly away. The church is to produce you and make you over as a king and a priest. Is that work being done in your life? Is it completed? You see the duty of the church. It's not just to talk about money and things. You've got a job to do. We've got a job to do. To make them kings and priests. Unto God. And unto His Father. I, I think that, uh, uh, um, I, I think even Simon Peter talked a, a lot about that. And I don't know if I, I'm trying to remember We're in Second Peter chapter 2, 1 Peter 2 5. Look at that. And look at 2nd also, Peter. 1st Peter 2. Yeah, verse 5. Is that what I'm talking? What does it say? Okay, 1st Peter. I I need to get there. I was in 2nd Peter. Okay, Nathaniel has it up there. Okay, alright. Let me get up there. He also, read it. He also has lively stones. I built up a spiritual house. Don't you don't this make you want to shout? Huh? Do you see what 2022 can do for you? Huh? Do you see why we are here? We've come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Ye also, as lively stones. We're part of the building, part of the kingdom. There's a place for you in the kingdom of God. Don't let anyone take your crown. Go ahead shout, and shout a little bit right there. He also, let's say, he also read out, as lively stones are built up a spiritual house. An holy priesthood to offer up, to what? To offer up sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. You know why we can do it? Because we're king priests. We've been washed, we have blood to offer up. We've been washed in the blood. You can't get in empty, but you've got the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! And we have been made kings and priests. Verse. What does verse nine says? But you are chosen. Now, are you listening now to the word? But you are chosen generation. You remember, the chosen generation is the righteous generation, is the generation of Christ. A chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation. Look who you are. Look at the blessing. A peculiar people. I mean, there's none like you. There's absolutely none like you. A peculiar people. Why that you should show forth. The praises of Him who had called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. Why did He change you? Why did He wash you? Why did He make you a king and priest? Because you are a chosen generation. (coughs) A royal priesthood. That's awesome. Did He say royal? You see that royal priesthood, that means royal is um, king, kingly, majesty. So you're a king priest, a royal priesthood. A peculiar people. An holy nation. That you should show for the praises of him. Who had called you out of darkness. <laughs> into his marvelous light. He called you out of darkness. That's why the devil couldn't stop you. That's why you're here. God called you out of darkness. Into his marvelous. Light. He's giving you understanding. And light and wisdom. Until you, you read this. What else? Which in time passed. Before. Remember where we came from. (coughs) Which in time passed was not a people. Was not a people. Your life. Where you're heading was nothing. Nowhere. You die in that state you'll be lost. Which in time passed was not a people. But now. What happened now? But now you are the people of God. One time you were not a people. We were aliens, strangers from the Commonwealth. But look at us now. Now huh? look at us now. But you are now the people of God. Come on, you are now. The people of God. Right now. Why? Because you're a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. Because you've been washed. The blood brought royalty to you. And you became a priest. Which had not obtained mercy. No you're Gentiles. There's no mercy. But now. uh You get that? When you read this book. You find out who you are right now. One time you were not people. So when somebody is trying to tell you who you are now. And make you feel condemned. They're wrong. You know who you are. Well who are you? A royal priesthood. A chosen generation. Don't you know who you are? Where, where are you from? Where are you from? You're from that better country. Where are you going? You're going to that city. Don't you know who you are? You don't need anybody to tell you who you are. You already know who you are. You're a royal priesthood. And you belong to an holy nation. A holy nation. Some of them have gone on before. And scattered all over the world. And here you are. Sitting this morning with holy ones chosen before the foundation of the world, you ought to shout. I said, You ought to shout. But it says, Which in time past was not a people, God couldn't do anything for you. We lived, but we were going nowhere. Until the blood of Jesus Christ is applied to you, to us. But now, you ought to walk out of here. Sister Hobie Dyer, you ought to walk out of here and say, I'm a people, I'm a child of God. I know who I am. I know who I am. I know who I am. Come on, you know who you are. Hey, you want to, you know. The, the Isaiah says the ox knows his owner. But my people don't know me. But well, you want to change that. I know him. I know him. You know why? He's working on me. He's taking a dark cast down. On no good vessel. And Making a king, priest, out of him so he can show forth the praises of God forever. That makes you shout. I said that makes you glad. That makes you clap your hands and praise the Lord. That brings you alive. You're a king and a priest. No angels can take that. You're a king. That's why the scripture says Made us kings and priests unto God. That means you can lift your hands up in the middle of the night or early morning when the sun is up, when even when you're sick and praise him, what do you do? You offer up sacrifice. That's what it says. What sacrifice did you offer this morning? Did you complain? Murmur? What are you all going to offer up in two thousand? Uh, 22. What are you going to offer up? Complaining? Uh, not being faithful? Uh, or are you going to offer up praise unto God forever? The scripture said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be. In my mouth. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Bless his holy name forever. Well, I feel like shouting right here. I feel like praising the Lord this new year. Let's see the next verse. Dearly, look at, listen, writing a letter. Dearly beloved. You see, you see the tenderness. Hmm? Dearly beloved. Do you see a tenderness. or you handle the church. The saints. I beseech you. As strangers. And pilgrims. You see. When all of that is going on in your life. You become a stranger. Because you belong to a heavenly country. New Jerusalem. Jesus said his kingdom was not of this world. I beseech you as a. As, Strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lust, which war against the soul. And you can, you, we, you've been hearing some of these in this morning, the fleshly lust and and so on. <clears throat> okay, having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that we're. As they speak against you. As evildoers. They may be. They may. By your good works. Which they shall behold. Glorify God. In the day of visitation. God took you from nowhere. But your life is changed. From. Uh, 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 like an old slop bucket. And God made you. Into a gold, a silver, precious vessel. One time you were not a people. Not a people. But now. See the change? Hallelujah. I feel like shouting. You see the change? This is good what God's giving us today. It's what God's giving us today. From Revelation. Reading it and understanding Having your conversation honest among the Gentiles. That whereas they speak against you as evildoers. They may by your good works. Which they shall behold glorify God in the days of visitation. What's your good work? Your offering of praises. And now you're king priest. Ministering sacrifice to God. That's why you're here. See, what the devil wants to stop is to stop you from praising God. The devil doesn't want you to praise God. He doesn't want you to have it. He doesn't want you to hear, what what if this church you had stopped two months ago or three months ago? Would you hear this lesson? You wouldn't even know who you are. Would you know, would you, would you know who you are, Sister John? If, if the church was here, would you know who you are? And that's what the devil wants to. Okay, because you can a child can be born a prince, but unless that child is told about who they are and have their inheritance, they live and die proper. And unless you're told who you are, <laughs> what you were, what you were, but your first parents die You know, all died. But another one took you, raised you up, and made you into a king priest. That's why you're shouting. That's, that's why you're in this church today. That's why you're glorifying God. That's why the devil didn't knock you out. I told Brother Andrew this morning, I said, <clears throat> we, we have our building. I said, We have our light paid for, heat. Still on. Mortgage is paid. People still here. We was here until four o'clock on Friday, Saturday, the new year. We still eat and drink well. I said, That's victory. That is victory. And look at us this morning talking or today about the Word of God, showing you what the Word of God says. You've got to be washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. And then allow him to make you into a king and priest. Unto God. Forever. Let me, let me go back in closing to chapter 1, Revelation. Go back there, Nathaniel. Revelations chapter 1. Where was that? Verse 7. And that's awesome. When you have a revelation of him coming. The second advent. Every eye shall see him. And they also which pierce him. And all kindreds of the earth shall wail. Because of him. Then he tells you. I'm alpha and omega. Verse 8. Who is he? That means the beginning. And the ending. Said the Lord. Notice, which is, which was, and which is to come. The what? The Almighty. Did, did you see who make you a king and a priest? Did you see who washed you and cleansed you? Here is he telling you who he is. Amalfa. An omega. <laughs> the beginning... Anything the devil put on you. Or the world attacks you. Or whoever attack you. That be gone. Has got to come to an end. (laughs) You get that? Every sorrow. Every sickness. Has got to come to an end. Because you have one who is the Alpha and the Omega. In other words. When he says I'm Alpha and Omega. He "I Anything that comes to you. Is there. There's nothing can attack you. That the Lord didn't know. And he knows it. He's going to end it. He's the beginning. And the ending. So nothing. The devil does to you. Goes on forever. Or anybody. Nobody can stop you. Because you have one. Who is the beginning. And who brings it to an end. Are you listening? Said the Lord. Which is. I like those words. Which was. And which is to come. The Almighty. You're not focusing on those words. I told you. But you're to focus on these words. Which is. holy, Holy. Holy. That's worship. Which is, which was, and it shows you that he's from everlasting, incorruptible. It tells you who he is. Verse 9. John, I'm your brother, companion in tribulation. And the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was in the Isle that is called Patmos for the word of God for the testimony of Jesus Christ. You see, you're going to get in tribulation, but remember, tribulation does something for you. What does it do? Work it patience and patient hope, patient experience, hope, which make it not a shame. Because the love of God is shed abroad in your heart by the holy ghost. Everything that happened to you is for the good of God. He works all things for his glory. Nothing can happen to you that God cannot take care of and bless you. He'll turn the curse into a blessing. Don't you feel good today? Let me... Verse 10 says. Look then here. He was what? Remember we deal with the seven spirits. The spirits of God. Now on the Lord's day. Doesn't mean that today. But it's the millennium day. God took him to the millennium day. Just like Paul was called up to the third heaven. And heard behind me. A great voice. As of a trumpet. See? That trumpet, that's what we're waiting for, isn't it? Because that trumpet, we will be caught up. Change in a moment. That's a glorious time. Next verse. There was a talking trumpet. Let's hear what it said. Saying A trumpet, right? Behind me saying. What is it saying? I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest write in our book. And sent it on to the seven churches which are in Asia: Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardius, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Those seven churches, which we touch a little bit, but we go over it this new year. Isn't it wonderful? Now you go there and what church you belong to? What's working in your life? Hmm? If you try to do it without Christ. You are poor, blind, wretched, miserable and naked. Verse 11. Verse 12. And I turned. To see the voice that spake with me. And being turned I saw. That's what we are talking about. Seven golden candlesticks. And the candlesticks are the church. See that light that burns. The knowledge of God. The virgin's. Had lamps, but they uh, fiber were not lit. The oil was gone. Foolish virgins. When you don't have oil, knowledge, understanding, foolish virgins. Look how, look how patient God has given us the word this morning. You see that? Hmm? Look, look, look how, how much God has given you this morning from that book. That's why you can't stand on your feet and you've got a word. Would you change this? Tell me where you could go and hear this word is like this this morning. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me. That was Christ. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. He has the church, remember, in his hand. And he's the seven spirits of God. Verse 13 quickly says. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one light unto who? Right in the midst of the church. So when, when you're fighting the church, you don't know that there's a candlestick holder. See? Someone say, I'm going to destroy the church. I'm going to tear it up. Who's holding the candlestick? Not you, but not me, but Jesus. One like unto the Son of Man. That's, that's Jesus. In his human form, clothed with a garment down to the foot. And gird about the pop with a golden girl what a what a dress what an outfit see how he described it next verse says his head and his hair were white like wool as white as snow and his eyes were as a flame of fire can you imagine dressed in white and, and flaming fire this church should be shouting this morning 15 says. And his feet. He described the whole thing. And of course you can find a little of that. In San Solomon. His feet. Like. Unto fine brass. As if they burned in a furnace. And his voice. As the sound of many waters. He's alive. 17. 16. And he had in his right hand notice notice here as I begin to wind it down. He had in his right hand seven stars. And out of, notice in his right hand there were seven stars out of his mouth went a sharp two edged sword. What would that be? That's the word of God. And his countenance was as the sun shined in his strength. See that's the way we're going to be. Even Daniel tells you. countenance. So that's why you're being changed from glory to glory. That's why you're you're being burnt off. And put through the fire. You get that? The change has got to be, be, be new. So he washed you. And made you kings and priests. But he's got to burn out all of that foolishness out of us. Verse 17. And when I saw him. Look here. When I saw him. Somebody say, oh, I went to heaven, I saw Jesus, and they come back, and just as corner, telling a story. You see Jesus in this glory, you'll never be the same. He said, when I saw him, but, but you understand now, the pattern, uh, here's it, it's hidden, but I'll show you this morning. It's a pattern that's laid before you, who you and I has got to become. Oh, Jesus, yeah. But as He is, and He came to the church, the seven churches, and He gave a picture of who He is, and said, That's who you Has got to become. Like me. Do you see the focus? You can go back over and read it for yourself. And I saw, and when I saw Him, Look at that! You couldn't take it because he wasn't ready. The man collapsed, like a straw man, just broke up. And that's what happened to every one of us. But then he began to mold you and make you, and he set you on your feet, and you begin to stand up. Amen. Because he gave power to the faint, and him that have no strength, he increases might. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, fear not. Verse, right? I am the first and I am the last. If you can get that in your mind that he starts you, he begins you, to make you, he will complete it. It's about him. Verse 18. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have what? The keys of hell and death. Can you see as you read all those scriptures and you focus? Read it. Understand it. Keep it. What's going to happen to to you? He's molding you into his image. He he shows you who he is. And now he shows you what you are to become during the church age. What's given to the church? To the set, what you find, fa- send it to the seven churches. What? Send a picture of what you are to be. And the devil try to fool you and put something else. All the devil has to do is to put a thought in your mind and throw you off, and you never have the image of God. Give you a thought, give you a wrong thought. And when we get to Revelation 17 about mystery Babylon. That's why it's a mystery. And make you drink. Make the nation drink of the wine. Of her fornication. That's all that she has to do is get them drunk. And Wednesday night we were talking about. uh, The apostles told the Gentiles. What to abstain from. Meat. Idols. Fornication. And all that blood. And. That's the exact thing. Mystery Babylon in Revelation. Give them. Make them drunk. And That's what Jezebel was doing. Make them drunk with the wine of her fornication. Those prophets. But it's a mystery. We'll get into all of that. You get that? But well, thank God. You found a church that. Is sobering you up. Because we all came to God drunk. Show me the way. That's why we came to him. Show me the way to go home. We're drunk. We're lost. But thank God. He's a chain breaker. He's a way maker. I like that. I am he that liveth and was dead. And I'm alive. I am alive forevermore. Amen. What a church. And I have the keys of hell. And of death. And I know I can't. I'm not going to finish up all of it. Where where am I? 18? 19? Okay. Quickly. Yes. I'm he that. Is it 19? I'm he that. liveth And was dead. Behold I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and death. Write the things. Which thou hast seen. And the things which are present. And the things which shall be hereafter. Read read on. The mystery of the seven stars which thou sawest in my right hands are seven golden candlesticks. Seven stars are the angel of the churches and the seven candlesticks which thou sawest are the seven churches. Do you, do you understand how you laid the mystery of the church for two thousand years? But the church missed it. You look around now and what go on in church? You just do anything. Look what the cat brings in. Everything goes. Everybody's having a church. You listen to what I'm saying. Come over. I'm going to have a church. I know how to build a church. Are they telling you these things? Here is the pattern. But we got away from the pattern. Jesus presented himself. This is how you are to be. And how does he do that? Loved us. He began to work by washing us. Unless I wash you. You don't have a part. With me. And he began by washing you. Cleansing you. And then you what? drunk out in somebody's septic tank. Come over I am not in church. So you jump over into that. and messed up. When you are to settle down in the word of God. Hear the word of God. What the spirit say. Church. Where the candle is burning. Hallelujah. Right. God bless you. Happy new year. I hope you got something today. Amen. Praise God. Amen.